Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Hello, how are you? Fine, thank you. Could you tell us for what condition your daughter takes LDN? Surely. Uh, My daughter, when she was nine years old, she started to have problems with um, her intestines, and uh, um, the doctors had told us that she has um, Crohn's. Mm -hmm. And um, for 10 years before... Um, using LDN, um, she was she experienced so many problems. Um, she had pain. She had anemia. She had um, uh, just generalized not feeling well, um, and we were always on edge, always. And she took many medications, and I took her to many doctors, and. Um, it was just uh, nothing Nothing seemed to work. It may have been like a very temporary thing. It helped a little bit, and then she would be sick again. And um, I was always worried about the medications also, what side effects they were mm. giving her. She was very young, wasn't she, nine years she old? She was. She was. She was very young. Mm. And um, then one day I found... Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I don't know if you... That's okay, no. Okay. Um, one day I was on the Internet, which I was on the Internet constantly before that for years and years and years, and then somehow this LDN came up. And um, I remember reading about it and just thinking to myself, oh, is this my answered prayer? Mm-hmm. And I had thought of that also of other things prior and I would get excited and then I would be of course let down but somehow again I was in that position and I said I mean I actually when I was reading about LDN I I started crying because I just said you know could this be it for my Sarah and um, she was at school when I was looking at the computer and reading about this and I called her and I was so excited, and I said, Sarah, I think I found it. I think I found, you know, the answer. And she said, oh, Mom, she said, of course I'll try it, but, you know, it's probably, you know, another, you know, thing that you found, and it probably won't work. I said, no, mm-hmm. Sarah, I have a... F- I was crying, and I was excited, and she said, okay, Mom. <laughs> and uh-huh. um, so then... um I was able to, I called Dr. Bahari's office and the gentleman answered and he said to me that um, there's a doctor in the city here that you can um, take her to and he will prescribe the LDN. So I immediately called that doctor, which is Dr. Martin Ehrlich in Manhattan, Mm -hmm. and I... um, the secretary said, well, you know, we have an appointment 
next week for you. I said, no, no, please, today, please, please, please. And, um, (laughs) And, you know, it was just like... I, I was just so insistent. I said, no, you know, my daughter, she has to see him, please. It, You know, she called me back. She said, okay, you could come in. And it was, I remember, it was late in the afternoon after Sarah's school. School, We went to see him. And, um, you know, uh, he did prescribe the LDN. And, you know, I just wanted her to start it that night. And mm-hmm. because it's compounded, you just, just can't go to any pharmacy. So um, there's a pharmacy in the city, and they were just about closing. And um, Dr. Ehrlich said, I'll call them. And he did, and we, and he said, um, they told him that we could come right over and get it. So mm-hmm. we went immediately to get it from his office to the pharmacy. And that was the beginning of um, a wonderful a wonderful journey for my daughter. And Could you explain, you know, what what yeah. happened initially? Yes, what had happened is um, I can tell you that because she has, her condition involves her intestines, um, and that's where you absorb your nutrients and whatever else you put in your, whatever you take in by mouth, mm-hmm. um, it, the pills, the uh, LDN, which is in a capsule, which we did pick up that night, um, didn't work that well for her. So um, we 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 started her that night, and um, she took it for a few weeks, and it didn't seem to do much of anything. And I was on the message boards, and I was saying, you know, we don't see too much. Uh, well, we she didn't feel any different actually, and um, I was told through emails, you know, just continue, you know, because sometimes it takes time, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, that doesn't mean it's not going to work. So we continued for a little longer. I think it was um, probably about a month we did. And then I was reading something else about um, transdermal cream on the message boards, which I so thankful for those message boards and everyone who contributes. Um, I saw about the transdermal cream, and I said, oh, Sarah, you know, we have to get, you know, we'll we'll switch, you know, even though everyone's saying just continue with the capsules. You know, I felt very strongly inside of myself that, Mm -hmm. you know, this, she has to change to the cream. (coughs) So... I called Dr. Ehrlich, and um, he prescribed the cream. And then I tell you, within a couple of days, it was maybe two, three days, Sarah made an amazing improvement. She noticed it right away. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it could be that she was, um, that capsules did help her somewhat, too, to come to that point. But... It just seemed apparent to us that the cream was what she needed because of her um, where her problem with the intestines is involved. She wasn't absorbing the LDN mm-hmm. the way she should have. So, um, so from that point on, so um, she just immediately felt well. She 
her pain went away. Um, her, you know, when she had to go to the bathroom, it was normal. It was, she was just feeling, looking, looking. She was looking so much better. And um, she was, it was just a miracle. It was just a miracle. And, um, uh, you know, we just, whoever I can tell about LDN, I, we've told. We also, Sarah, she goes around with her bag that says LDN. Ask me about LDN. You know, there's a tote <laughs> um, bag that we ordered. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, um, and the the beauty of it all is that there's no side effects to this medication. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's like, that's such a, an amazing point really emphasize because Mm. with all the medications that are out there, you know, most have side effects that, um, you know, are worrisome. And Mm. LDN is just um, an amazing... um, So what's her diet like now she's been on LDN? Yes, her diet, she, um, like for those many, many years, I was like I said, we tried everything, and we tried diet also. We kept her away from wheat and uh, um, different, many different things, and it never seemed to work. But now, since the LDN, she still stays on a pretty good diet. You know, we she tries to be gluten-free because she does have a sensitivity to gluten. So she can have it once in a while, but she doesn't eat it on a regular basis. So she's gluten-free. She um, she eats dairy, but um, not that much. Um, and let's see what else. I think it's important that she stays away from yeast. So um, anything with yeast in it, she stays away from. And, of course, sugar. She kind of, um, you know... Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. It's an inspiration to others. I'd like to introduce Sarah from England, whose daughter Jasmine takes LDN. Thank you for joining me, Sarah. Thank you. Could you tell me for what condition Jasmine takes LDN? Well, she's been diagnosed with autism and she's also been diagnosed with chronic chronic pain, which um, she's had for about about three years. Um, They're not quite sure what's causing it, so it's just, just a diagnosis of chronic pain at the moment. Okay, so when Jasmine first uh, showed signs of autism, how old was she? Um, she was probably about 18 months, two years old, um, but she didn't get diagnosed until she was 10. Um, it presents quite dif- differently in girls, and they didn't really pick it up, and I didn't pick it up, um, so she got diagnosed quite late. Mm-hmm. So by the time she was 10, what was her life like? Uh, she was very, very um, lonely. She couldn't make any friends. Um, she, she didn't really understand what was happening around her, and um, and, and she's sort of like going off in her own little world, if you like. Mm-hmm. And when did the pain start to happen? When she um, hit puberty, when she was eleven, um, she started off having a pain in her hip, which spread um, to her legs and. Um, to her elbows and she had nodules on her fingers and pretty much her whole body was was painful and she had these weird rashes on her legs 
um, that came it came and went. Um, we're not sure what they were. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, how did you hear about LDN? Um, that's a good question. I'm trying to remember that now. Um, I think it was on um, on the internet um, doing some research. We did go and see a doctor in London um, to to measure her nutrition, um, and do blood tests and stuff. And and um, I think it was a combination of him and and the internet where we found LDM might be useful for Jasmine. Okay. Now you also told me that Jasmine was very fatigued. And she also had voices in her head. That's right. She was um, when the pain hit. At the same time, she had um, voices in her head. She was very anxious and she was very lethargic. She would literally crash for days. If she'd done a little bit of exercise, like say, felt a bit better and went on the hula hoop for about five minutes outside, then that, she would crash for three days just from doing that. So we couldn't go out anywhere or or do anything as a family. Okay. So. You were saying uh, also about schooling. What was happening at that point with her schooling? Well, I decided to take her out of school because she was off sick so much because she couldn't literally handle um, being in school with the pain and the lethargy and she was getting bullied as well. Um, So I I decided to homeschool her and then decided that that wasn't working because we weren't very motivated to, to get on with it. So we put her back into the system and she ended up in an exclusion centre for three hours a week. Um, basically, in, in England, it's it's um, where kids go that are ill and, and have been excluded from school. So she, she went there and she didn't like it at all. So how would you sum up not only Jasmine's life before LDM, but the whole family's life? Um, we had to um, plan how... If we were if we were going to go out, um, usually we would have to leave Jasmine at home um, with her brother. Um, we couldn't go out as a family. She just couldn't walk to, that far. And even if if we went round the local supermarket, by the time we got halfway round, she would go literally grey and nauseous and just bend over and stoop and just cut, she couldn't move any further. She just looked like she was like a, like a zombie, like like really grey and terrible. And you were also saying about her eating. Oh, her eating was appalling. Um, she didn't eat very much and she was extremely thin. And um, she would only eat certain certain foods. And she, she was, if it didn't pass the smell test, um, she wouldn't eat it. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, she, it was very worrying at that time because we tried to go on a gluten-free diet. And that was even worse because most of her food that she likes was pizza and things like that. So, um we did do gluten free for three months. Um, I think it did help, but we couldn't continue it because because of her fussiness in her eating. Mm-hmm. Okay, so life was pretty dire. And what was it like for her siblings? Um, both were very frustrated. Um, we, we tried to sort of do things, and it, every time we tried, it was just a fail. Every time we did something, it was yep, fail. Um, I was thinking about getting her a wheelchair so we could go out with the family and my husband and the and the GP were like astonished with me that, that she'd need a wheelchair but they didn't see her every day like I did and um, you know I think that would have been the the result in the end that we would have had to got, got her a wheelchair so she could have so we could have gone out with the family and enjoyed things. Mm-hmm. Okay so 
you managed to get hold of LDN and started, and did Jasmine notice any introductory side effects? Um, well, the first first time she took it, um, she, she used to have um, night terrors as well, like really bad bad dreams in the night, and she used to see see things as well, and hear things as as well as the voices in her head. She she also thought she could hear things like chickens in the garden and things like that. Um, when she started the LDN, the first thing that went was the voices, um, and that was quite quick. Um, and side effects were um, more more sleep, but less of the night terrors, but more more sort of dreams that she could remember and explain. Mm-hmm. Um, so they weren't nightmares; they were dreams that were very very real, if you like. And she she really thought that that had happened, but they weren't like horrible dreams or anything like that that she'd had before. Yes. Um, then no other side effects, um, apart from good ones. <laughs> so what did you notice? Well, um, first thing was the voices went, and then her um, energy levels increased um, over a period of time, probably about, um, I'd say a month or two months. Um, slowly but surely, she could go to the supermarket, walk all the way around and not feel tired, and then she could sort of go out on her scooter for a little bit and... She's a very outdoorsy girl. All she wants to do is, is um, be out and about and, and run and, and do stuff. So as soon as she felt the energy, she did it. And there was much less of a crashing. Um, she, she probably would sort of go, oh, I'm going to have a little sleep for a bit, rather than crash for three days. It would just be a little five-minute sleep, and then she'd be fine. So um, the, the lethargy went after the voices. And then the pain uh, in her legs, um, she still has some pain in her legs but it's not as bad and it's kind of flares um and that that's definitely got a lot better and her legs that were were quite bent um for some reason are now quite straight so um and also the rash that she's still got on her leg which sort of moves around a bit it looks like stretch marks um that's moved that's moved around and faded quite a lot so um there are signs that the pain is definitely um improving as well Mm-hmm. And also the other thing that's um, good is, is she's trying new foods. Um, I would say that every month she's trying two or three new foods and it's getting more and more as she, as she gets older. Um, she's trying more and more different foods. In fact, we can all sit down as a family and eat the same food now rather than me having to cook different meals. It's, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So how would you sum up your, your family life now? Uh, a normal family life. Uh, we can go out, we can take the dogs for walks, we can go swimming, we can go on holiday in our caravan. Um, we haven't got to worry about if Jasmine can handle this or if she, if she can't because she can. Um, she, at school, she's now started school full-time and doing cross-country and stuff. So um, it, it's a complete turnaround, an absolute turnaround. Well, that's amazing. A really, really inspirational story. And... Maybe we can do a follow-up in a year's time or so and see how. Oh, that'd be fab! On. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah, she's, it's it's brilliant. I can't I can't thank thank you guys enough for raising the awareness. So we found it, and and you know it's definitely worth trying for anyone out there that that has similar symptoms to Jasmine. You know we've experienced so much positives from it. Um, we we just can't fault it. It's brilliant. Thank you very much for sharing this story with us. Today I'm joined by Gail from the United States who takes LDN for hyperthyroidism and Graves' disease 
Thank you for joining us today, Gail. Well, thank you for inviting me to be interviewed. I'm looking forward to it. Good, good. Could you tell our listeners when you first became sick? It was in about September of 2016. I went for a routine physical, and my uh, TSH was practically non-existent. And so I was referred to an endocrinologist. And I had got an appointment right away, I'd say within a couple of weeks, and um, was started on methamazole. And um, after taking it about a month, I mean, I felt great. I didn't feel sick. I was just had lost weight, muscle mass, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the methamazole... Or the hyperthyroid graze, either one caused me to go into extreme apathy, loss of interest in everything. It was a horrible feeling. And I desperately searched the Internet. And, of course, I was already taking various supplements, vitamins, minerals, herbal things. And I found LDN. And so then I proceeded to find a doctor who would prescribe it. I finally got... a almost 100-year-old doctor locally. <laughs> really? Knew nothing about, yes. He knew nothing about LDN, but I, he was impressed with my knowledge of it, he said, and he would give me a one-month supply. And that was in the next, um, I would say, October, the last part of October of 2016. So I took it for three weeks, and I experimented. I started with 1.5 milligrams, and I took that about five days, and nothing, you know, no change, nothing, and so I decided to take three. I took three milligrams for uh, a few more nights, and then I noticed I wasn't sleeping as well, and so I went, but I I wasn't working, whatever. I decided to take 4.5 milligrams. Well, I didn't feel like I slept all night long, but yet I was relaxed and comfortable, but I thought, can't do this, so I'd go back down to 1.5 milligrams, and I've been on that ever since then, mm-hmm. and it's worked wonderful for me. I feel wonderful. Well, and my thyroid levels are in normal limits and have been for quite several months. Mm-hmm. So what else did you do, uh, Gail, to help yourself? I mean, did you alter your diet, take supplements, exercise? Yes. I, I, um, I, first of all, I took the LDN about three weeks before. It didn't do anything for me at all. And I thought, oh, I threw away my money, all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I had an appointment with an integrative doctor in North Carolina, another state, who did prescribe LDN. And... I went to her, which I was already taking the LDN for about three weeks. And she prescribed me enough to last me a while. And that day, I started feeling better. And by the next day, two or three days after, the LDN was working. I felt back to my normal self, no more apathy. I mean, I just felt great. And it, I've noticed also taking LDN... I've been taking it, what, 18, 20 months, probably about 20 months by now, 
that I don't get sick very often. I don't get sick really at all. Oh, that's amazing, isn't it? And I wish wish that I could say the same. And I've been taking LDN 14 years, but I know many people who do not get sick, which is a really big um, bonus, isn't it? Such a plus point. Yes. And how are you... Sorry. Go ahead, I'm sorry. How are you finding your sleeping? Well, with 1.5, what I have found is that I have to go to bed early, like maybe 10 o'clock or 11, because I tend to wake up 5.30 to 7.30. And my theory is, you know, the uh, endorphins kick in about that time. Mm-hmm. But I sleep wonderful. Good. Did you notice any introductory side effects when you first started? When I first started, I had two or three very vivid dreams. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, one of them was, it was so real, and it was uh, a little upsetting to me. It wasn't that bad. And then when I woke up, I realized it was just a dream, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, occasionally, the first week, I had some vivid dreams, some of which were very interesting, and it was okay. And I occasionally still have a vivid dream, and that's all. That's the only side effect I've ever noticed, except that I can't take more than 1.5 or I don't sleep well. Okay. I'm just wondering, are you taking liquid or capsules? I'm taking capsules. Mm-hmm. And do you know what filler you have in your capsules? Yes, lactose. Okay. I also found out that they put yellow number five or six, which is not a good thing. And uh, when I get a refill, I'm going to try to get something without the yellow toxic stuff. Mm -hmm. The lactose is fine. It's worked for me, is all I can say. Mm -hmm. Okay. What would you say to other people with hypothyroidism if they are contemplating taking LDN? If they're taking LDN? If, if the thinking yes. of taking it. Thinking of taking it. I would recommend it highly, not only for um, hyperthyroid, Graves' disease, but probably any other autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. Because I, all I know is it's helped me. Just yes. that first three weeks, I thought, oh, no, it's not working. It's not doing anything. I threw away what my money and so forth, but started working after three weeks for me. It's exactly the same for me, uh, exactly three weeks. And I thought I might as well just be taking saccharin. <laughs> it, it did yeah. nothing, did nothing. But people were saying, you know, that they had vivid dreams or sleep disturbance or an upset stomach, headaches, whatever. I wanted no. I wanted side effects. I wanted to know it was working. And after three weeks, it was amazing. But, uh, yeah, we're all different because some people 
tell me that after the first dose, they've slept better than they have for years. And then other people, you know, can stabilise and not deteriorate, which is obviously a good thing if you've got a, a progressive disease. And then suddenly in between 18, uh, 15, 18 months, they have symptom relief. So we're all different. And I think yeah. the, the thing is, if it doesn't work in three weeks for you, don't think that it's not going to work. It just may be in your case, you know, would take longer. That's correct. That's from what I've read about it. I did a lot of research. And I'm just, uh, the one thing I did notice after taking it a while, every night, I would take it at night. I first tried taking it on an empty stomach, which worked fine. But I found that I was, I eat a lot at night. It's my habit. I can take it with food, no difference. It works just as well. But I still take it at night. The only thing that I have noticed is, like I said, I have to go to bed early, 9, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at the latest, because I wake up early. And I've been a night person all my life. I've worked nights. I'm a nurse. And so this is completely different for me. And I did notice, I forgot, I forgot just a second, that I was having too much energy. And so I cut it, I would cut it back. I would skip a night on LDN. And so now I want to say that I skip one, two, or even three nights a week. I just go by how I feel mm -hmm. because there is such a thing as too much energy, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. You know, it's, oh, but it's great. Oh, I would recommend it to anyone with an autoimmune disease or even for other things. Because it's, it's such a it's worked so well for me. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't think of anything else to say. You've said absolutely everything. I'm sure that uh, people out there with hyperthyroidism, Graves' disease, would be really interested in listening to your journey. So, thank you very much for sharing it with us. Oh, you're very welcome. I was happy to. And, uh, you know, the supplements I've always taken since this hyperthyroid diagnosis, uh, you know, herbal things, vitamins, vitamin D, and um, certain herbal things for like bugleweed, motherwort, a lemon balm. Mm -hmm. do, you, just, do you take a, a probiotic? Uh, you know, when I think about it, I keep telling myself I need to take a probiotic every day, but I just forget. <laughs> so I would say uh, four or five times a month I may think of it. And I don't feel like I've got the leaky gut syndrome like a lot of people do with mm -hmm. thyroid because I can eat anything. Now, as far as my diet, uh, I try to eat healthy, maybe 70% organic, and I eat a lot of, uh, I eat meat, fats, vegetables, fruits, nuts. I eat what I want to, but I try to avoid any processed food. Mm -hmm. Do you eat gluten? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I, I don't find anything, anything that I eat, I have not noticed anything bothering my stomach, mm -hmm. or I don't feel bad. Mm -hmm. hmm. I mean, of all the um, 
doctors and nutritionists that I've spoken to when I and pharmacists ask what their top supplements are, you know, the top four probiotics is usually one of the ones high up. And I must admit, I've started taking them myself. Um, my stomach feels very good after <laughs> it hadn't for years, but I'd had SIBO, but that's a, another story. But my stomach at the oh, moment is sleepy. feeling good. I know. I honestly thought it was normal to live with bad stomach ache. I didn't realise oh. you could do something to get rid of it. And my stomach feels really nice now. And that That's wonderful. has a big bearing on how you feel rather than feeling as though somebody's kicked you in the stomach. So I'm very pleased. And as I say, uh, sorry. I'm going to try to remember to take the probiotics because they are important. But I really didn't notice any difference when I took them or didn't take them. Mm -hmm. And my stomach never gives me any problems anyway. Yes. I'm lucky there. You, you certainly are. And once again, thank you very much, Gail, for being our guest oh. today. Thank you. Thank you so much. This show is sponsored by our members who made donations. We'd like to give them a very big thank you. We have to cover the monthly costs of the radio station's software, bandwidth, phone lines and phone calls to be able to continue with the radio show. And thank you for listening. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well. <laughs>